You're listening to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. Danny and Jason had many discussions and debates on the back porch while making pivotal investment moves with assets. That's right, with trading cards. They welcome you to the back porch and right into those discussions about current sports news with a fresh and unique twist. So come on and join us. Welcome to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason. This is your co-host, Danny. And we have a special NBA free agency edition for you. Free agency happened. It is beyond 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on March 25th. And we are now focused in on the run to the title. And there's just been so many interesting moves here with the NBA just to kind of see how these these moves are going to impact the teams, not only in the immediate future, but even long-term. Gone are the days where a player can really just stay one team for their entire career. Man, one, one of the moves that, Danny, that seems to be really interesting here is Victor Oladipo traded from the Houston Rockets to the Miami Heat. And for... Houston, they received Avery Bradley, Kelly Olenek, and a 2022 first-round pick swap rights. Riles has done it again. Pat Riley, yes, Godfather. <laughs> he has done it again. He has he has taken advantage of a new GM, <laughs> and I don't think Miami is done. Miami is they're not done in the buyout market. There are reports that. Uh, you have LaMarcus Aldridge possibly going over to the Miami Heat as well. Mm-hmm. That lineup would be wicked. This is the mm-hmm. arms race of the NBA, and I love it. <laughs> what are your thoughts about this trade, Danny? Because the Miami Heat were in talks with Toronto for Kyle Lowry, right? Mm-hmm. Which it sounds like Toronto was asking for a lot to get Kyle Lowry. So the Miami Heat didn't have to give up any of their key pieces to acquire Kyle Lowry and they got Oladipo. And then if you get, you get rid of Kelly Olenek, which he gave them good minutes, but then if you bring in Aldridge, that takes that spot right there. So all in all, Oladipo got his wish. And this really speaks volumes for, from the Rockets standpoint, when the Rockets made that move for Harden, we talked about that that night, mm-hmm. how they should have kept Karis LeVert. Now you have nothing to show for it. It was an experiment that went bad on them. And now the Heat are gearing up for the playoffs. So if they do end up with Aldridge, it just helps them and gives them more depth. Oh, my gosh. And they're they're going for it. They they are going for it, man. I mean, they have Jimmy Butler, Goran Dragic, Andre Iguodala. They also have Trevor Ariza. Mm-hmm. Okay. They still have the likes of uh, Bam, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, your Kendrick Nunn's, Udonis Haslam, even though he's more so in the in that mentorship role. Miami is going for it, man. And they are going to be tough. Sticking with the Eastern Conference, another sneaky good move was made by the Orlando Magic and Chicago Bulls trade. More so on the Chicago Bulls side here. Uh, and I'm really looking at a divisional foe here in the Chicago Bulls. And where they actually received Nikola Vucevic from Orlando. And so in exchange, the Orlando Magic received Wendell Carter Jr. and Otto Porter Jr. 2021 
first round pick, top four protection, 2023 first round pick. This is a very good move. The Bulls now have Vucevic, and you pair him with Zach Levine. And man, what an awesome, awesome duo that could be. The Bulls are making these moves. And as I look at the standings, okay, the Bulls are currently in the 10th spot. The number four seed, they're only three games out of the number four seed. It makes me wonder, honestly, if the Bulls would have made this move if it wasn't for the play-in playoffs. Yeah. Right now, they're at the 10th spot. Mm-hmm. Would they have made this move, this type of move anyway, if there wasn't a play-in tournament? I think the NBA is going to keep the play-in tournament, quite honestly, moving forward. With this much activity of those teams, those teams that are in the 8, 9, 10 slot, I don't know if they would have made these type of moves, man. This has been really interesting. What say you, Danny, about these Chicago Bulls? Jason, this was a move to keep Zach Levine in Chicago mm. because he was on the trade block, or there are rumors around Zach Levine. So now this shows him we're committed to you and we're committed to winning in the future by making this mm-hmm. type of move. And they didn't move marketing either. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they stood Pat Wendell Carter Jr. He was there. He was struggling with that franchise. So hopefully now he gets a fresh start in Orlando. This move was out of the blue. No one was mm-hmm. speaking about this. Everyone was talking about Aaron Gordon and Fournier as the pieces that would be moved from Orlando. No one thought Vucevic was going anywhere. Right. So this shows me that, is there something else on the horizon with Chicago too? I think so. I think so, man. I don't think Chicago is done, man. I think they're looking at it from the standpoint of a long-term type deal here. Mm-hmm. For where they are right now, they'll battle for their playoffs. But come next year, when they have a full offseason, a full training camp, if you will, Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I think it's going to bode well for them, you know, moving forward. This to stay in, I guess, in Orlando, the big one, Aaron Gordon, going to the Denver Nuggets. That's huge, man. Oh, my gosh. Not only that, but you pair that trade with JaVale McGee going to the Denver Nuggets as well. That was the sneaky move, I thought. <sighs> you solidify, you get to that center. JaVale McGee, he's played in Denver. Yeah. And now he has that championship pedigree. Mm-hmm. He has length. That length on that team now with Jokic, <laughs> Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon now, mm-hmm. McGee. And they didn't have to give up much to get Aaron Gordon. Come on, man. Denver made a very, very good move here. So these moves are more from a defensive standpoint because that's where Denver's been struggling this year is on the defensive end by losing Grant. So now mm-hmm. bringing Aaron Gordon in, He's going to play that Grant role on the defensive end. Yep. And he can score. Mm-hmm. Kudos to Denver for pulling that move off and not having to give up much to get him. When you look at that trade, Gary Harris, RJ Hampton, 2025 first round pick. That's what, what Orlando received. The Denver Nuggets got a steal here. Yeah. They really did. A couple other moves here, Danny, That that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, cause as we're talking about Orlando, Orlando, just decided, man, we just gonna just give it up because they went ahead and traded Evan Fournier to the Boston Celtics, uh, giving up Jeff Teague and two second round picks. I know Jeff Teague's gotta be man, just hot right now. Evan Fournier is a sneaky, good player. Him going to the Boston Celtics, 
good move by the Boston Celtics, but I will say this. I am not actually as concerned with that move uh, from a Milwaukee Bucks standpoint. I think the Milwaukee Bucks are still going to be good here. Uh, what I am intrigued by is George Hill going to the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm intrigued by that move because obviously George Hill played for the Milwaukee Bucks and he knows our system. He can shoot lights out from the three-point line. Great defender. Great locker room guy. So that's a good move by the Philadelphia 76ers. Do that, does that move put them over the hump? That's the question. Yep. Like to me, all these moves right now, you're still going to have Brooklyn. You're still going to have Philly. Mm-hmm. You're still going to have the Bucks all right there. If the Bucks and you're going to have Miami Heat. If the Bucks were to play the Miami Heat right now, as pre- as and assuming that Miami Heat, they do go ahead and get Lamarcus Aldridge, would that put them over the top, the Miami Heat over the top of the Milwaukee Bucks again? I need to see how they gel because they only have a little amount of time to gel. They're veterans, so that helps, right? Mm-hmm. But when you bring in two pieces like that that are used to being the guy, how do they fall into place? And will there be any type of friction at all? So that's the only thing with Miami. I need to see how they gel and how they, you know, it's going to take a couple of games, a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. but how are they going into the playoffs? Are they stumbling or are they hot? Mm-hmm. And if they're coming in with they gel and everything, they're obviously a, a potential threat. But I just need to see it's going to take some time because Oladipo is a different type of player. He's a volume shooter. And how does that impact like Hero and Duncan Robinson, Kendrick mm-hmm. Nunn, mm-hmm. those pieces? Mm-hmm. That's where a move like this, I just want to see how it plays out and how everyone plays in their fits their role. Like Iguodala came in, he knew his role last year. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But Oladipo and Aldridge, Aldridge, I don't see an issue. I think it's Oladipo and his the way his game is structured. How does that impact the rest of the guards? And how and much time is he going to be playing? Breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. It seems like Jeff Teague just got cut by the Orlando Magic. So I wonder if he would consider coming to the Milwaukee Bucks as a backup guard. That's an option. I like Teague. I like he's a solid player, man. He's. He's no drama. He knows his role. He plays good defense. So I think it'll be a great move for Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. And, you know, here's the other thing, too, Danny. The Orlando Magic GM is Hammond, mm-hmm. who used to be the GM of the Milwaukee Bucks. So I'm wondering if Horst, our GM, has some kind of insight that, okay, they're going to probably cut – they're going to get Jeff T, probably cut him. Let me free up some space before that happens to make a play for Jeff T. Makes sense. Hmm. It makes sense. Interesting. Interesting move, man. This, the arms race is great. The NBA arms race is great, man. This, this is outstanding. Some of the other trades, the, JJ Reddick to the Dallas Mavericks. The Dallas Mavericks, they get Nicola Melli and, and JJ Reddick for James Johnson, Wes Iwundu. In the 2021 second round pick, I think that was a steal by the Mavericks. I think this is filling that void of Curry being moved to Philly. And I think that the Dallas Mavericks were just missing some shooting. And they definitely got it in J.J. Redick. Uh, yes. So that's going to be really interesting to see how that really kind of pans out there. And Melly too. Melly can shoot the three. So with Doncic, you know, his 
drive and kick. He has two new shooters now that can help him with that. One of the trades that's very interesting, the Atlanta Hawks received Lou Williams, 2023 second-round pick and a 2027 second-round pick along with cash for champion Rajon Rondo, who's going to the Clippers. Man, now this was a very intriguing move, man, because in a sense, the Clippers are saying, okay, we have enough scoring. What we need is like floor leadership. Yep. Uh, Rajon Rondo is one of the best floor leaders in the NBA. Look at what he did for the Los Angeles Lakers last year and where he was a floor general in really moving the Lakers to the championship. How cool would this be, though, man, if you were Rajon Rondo, if you were to win, help win a title for not only the, only the Lakers but for the Clippers, this really makes the Clippers very interesting. I think really what we're, what we're witnessing here is the battle for L.A., Anthony Davis needs to return soon. Same thing with LeBron because, I mean, the standings in the West is tight. They're tight as well. If I was Lakers, I wouldn't want to be in that lower echelon seating. And this year there's travel. It's not like they're in the bubble and where everybody's playing, you know, in the same. They're staying there, playing there. No, this is going to include some travel. Lakers really need to kind of look at this. I'm surprised Lakers didn't make a move. There's There are reports that, Andre Drummond may consider the Lakers or the Nets. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. If the Lakers get Andre Drummond, that will really help fortify uh, that front line, man. But yeah. we'll see. And Jason, too, on this deal, the Hawks have won eight in a row, and they're moving up the standings. Bringing someone in like Lou Will definitely helps them fortify their bench, and you got a six-man who can shoot. Because John Collins was on the bench or on the block, and he was rumored to get moved, but he didn't. And I think it's because they're on this winning streak right now. Mm-hmm. So both both organizations win because Rondo was planning to go to the Clippers initially during free agency back in November, but then he ended up with the Hawks, which wasn't a good fit. So I think it's a great move for both teams because Atlanta gets another yeah. sh- shooter and then – the Clippers get that point guard and veteran leadership they'll need to, for that playoff run. When I'm looking at the standings right now, the Atlanta Hawks are sitting at number seven, but they're tied. Their records are tied with the five seed Miami Heat. So you have Miami Heat at number five with a 22 and 22 record. The New York Knicks sitting at number six with a 22 and 22 record. And then you have the Atlanta Hawks at 22 and 22. And then right underneath them, there's the Boston Celtics. Uh, the Indiana Pacers, and then the Chicago Bulls, man. So this is just a tight race all the way around, man. Uh, the jockeying of playoff positions is going to be very, very intriguing here going the rest of the way. I feel bad for the Charlotte Hornets because LaMelo Ball did get injured. It seems like he is out for the rest of the season with a uh, messed up wrist. And they're sitting at number four. When was the last time the Charlotte Hornets were up this high? In the been playing, and they've been playing pretty good ball too. He was yeah. Melo was hooping. <laughs> he was hooping, man. That's he's considered a front runner for rookie of the year. And yep. so them singing at number four is really shocking. We'll see what happens there, man. I would say another trade that it's an interesting move. Um, I think it helps the Bucks out to a certain degree. Uh, that move is Norman Powell going from the Raptors to the Trailblazers uh, in exchange for Rodney Hood and Gary Trent Jr. Uh, Norman Powell always killed the Milwaukee Bucks, man. Yes, he does. So for him to be traded away, I think I'll take that. Rodney, Hood's, Rodney Hood is, is a good player. 
Gary Trent Jr., he's having an excellent season. Norman mm-hmm. Powell, though, man, he has historically given us some problems just yes. with his true grit uh, and grind type of style, man. So uh, that's another intriguing uh, trading move there. It helps the Blazers. I like Gary Trent Jr., but when McCollum came back, now that's what do you do with him, right? He mm-hmm. puts him on the bench. It's firepower, but Norman Powell has a little more experience, so when they're pl- prepping for the playoffs, I think he he gives them more of a punch than Gary Trent Jr. and Rodney Hood. I think this makes the trade for P.J. Tucker by the Milwaukee Bucks all the more important move here. With the team having this continuity, but just adding a good defensive piece mm-hmm. to where you, they can switch more, I think that's going to bode well for the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, when you look at what the Miami Heat, what they're doing, they're going to be not only strong, but they're going to have a deep bench. Yes. Um, when, you, when you look at the Philadelphia 76ers, same thing. Brooklyn Nets, their bench is not as strong. I would imagine they're going to shorten their lineup. All these teams are going to shorten their lineup. But, man, the Miami Heat going to have a lot more to go to from a game-to-game situation here. The Milwaukee Bucks doing, getting P.J. Tucker is going to allow for many more combinations on the floor, big, small, whatever the case may be. But they're going to have to probably shorten. They're going to have to shorten their bench eventually. But I think they should go for Jeff Teague and bring him in as another defender and a or good point guard. Yeah, this is very interesting. Now it's the buyout market. How does this buyout market play for some of these teams and prepping for the remainder of the season? Thank you for joining us at Backports Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast. For more information, you can go to our website, which is backporchtalkpodcast.com. You can also email us at backporchtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love.